It is Mosley and Simcox. You're 1 p.m. You're 1 p.m. usual. And uh, love it. Love uh, being with you. Love the Bears being back in action last night. The excitement, the passion of the Bears versus the Iowa State Cyclones. <laughs> More on that. Woo. That was not a fun experience over there last night, Stephen. I had to venture over to neighbor Ted's because he has ESPN++ hooked up to his TV. So we had to distance and watch that. He got me some summer sausage, slices of cheese. I took my own beverages so I wouldn't be tempted by any of his his beverages. You know what he likes to serve over there, Stephen? I needed to... I need to continue down this this correct path. Uh, so I uh, I took over a uh, oh let's see a Topo Chico and a CBD. Be a little careful. I mean I love the CBD I, I, the creams I use on my injuries, Stephen. But uh, I did get a hold of a Delta Eight level gummy recently, and uh, that was not that was a little. I'm, I'm sure for some people that are a little more used to having strange experiences, that's fine, was not a good scene for me. All right, the gummy, the CBD gummy. I'm a, I'm a fan of the CBD. It helps with pain. I think if anybody has a little anxiety or they're having trouble sleeping, CBD's a good route to go. But uh, I... Uh, I, I, I'm telling you, man, it, this, this put me down on the ground almost. So I would, uh, the Delta eight level, stay away from it. Okay. Stay away. Stay kind of stay in the, the lower range of that. All right, Stephen, that's, those are words to live by. Have you ventured into the CBD world? Uh, Stephen, have you tried some of the gummies? Have your parents, your parents, uh, still young, but they still already have, they probably like me have some aches and pains. Have they ventured into the CBD world? I have not. Uh, now, I'll have to tell mom and dad about this because I, I, I can't imagine them being super open to it, but I think if I explained it more, maybe they would be. But, yeah, yeah I haven't I haven't really uh, ventured into that CBD world, but I know you've kind of dibbled and dabbled, and I hope it does help you with the sleep. Some of the text messages I get from Matt when I wake up um, and he's gone to bed like an hour before do do make me concerned from time to time. When I've gone to bed at about 4, 4.30 a.m. <laughs> right now, I've got a book that's got way too much uh, detail in it, but it's got like three different, it's called like The Fall of Giants. It's an old Ken Follett book. I think he wrote it back in, I don't know, 2012 or something, 2010. And uh, he wrote Pillars of the Earth many years ago. And, Stephen, it's one of those books I wish I, you know, sometimes it's too late to turn back. It's a 950-page book. And I'm 500 and something pages into it, you know, and there's been moments I'm like, oh, could I put, is there any way I could just cut my losses on this book? It's pretty good. It is pretty good. And it's pretty interesting. And I do now want to see how it ends. But that's a little bit more than I want to, that's a little more than I want to chew off. A 950 page book. All right, Stephen, the latest on yesterday's big story. And of course, we'll have our neighbor works Waco Big 12 uh Big 12 Roundup coming up here at uh, the next segment at 120. But, Stephen, the latest on Tiger Woods, you had to step into the breaking newsroom yesterday. 
that's a scary place where it happened. We have gotten news yesterday that uh, there was no impairment involved with Tiger. You do have to kind of ask because of some of the things he's been pulled over for uh, and uh, taken in for in the past, and he's had some uh, some uh, prescription drugs that were involved in that. It doesn't look like, at least from the initial sort of testing and interviews, that that was that was the case in this inv- in this. Uh, Crash, just a very bad accident. Um, It was at Rolling Hills. I think it's a pretty nice area over there outside of Los Angeles. And Stephen, it was a steep hill, and he ended up flipping. It was a rollover. And I mean, it looked like the car went about 700 feet over a medium. Very fortunate that he didn't hit anybody coming in that uh, oncoming traffic in the other lane. He missed all that because it's a relatively busy time of the morning. Uh, kind of a, I don't know if they have, I mean, obviously they have bad traffic in L.A. This is in more of a neighborhood-type setting. He was headed over to do a photo shoot. And, Stephen, if I'm not mistaken, I think Justin Herbert was going to be there. Now, the day before, he had been with D. Wade and some other guys. This photo shoot, Herbert of the Chargers, and who else, Steven? Somebody else real big time. They were going to be at this photo shoot, and he was making his way over there, and they say maybe he was running late, although the response came at 7-12. His call for the photo shoot was at like 8 a.m., and then they started looking for him and all that kind of stuff, and then they realized what had happened. They started seeing news reports. It turns out that Tiger has a uh, shattered ankle, and this, of course, came from Tiger Woods' own um, his his Twitter handle. Some of this news had come out, uh, I believe. I'm trying to think who had it first. Looks like the L.A. Times may have had this. But a shattered ankle. And uh, so they had to do surgery on that. And then uh, two broken legs, one of which was a compound fracture. And now the report that went out actually from Tiger last night, they they had to do some form of surgery to allow, like, the proper blood flow on the leg. And so that was uh, that's a kind of surgery almost that maybe Alex Smith had uh, a few years ago. And obviously he had several surgeries. So. Um, I know people immediately want to be like, well, will Tiger be back? When will he be back? And I, I just think, Stephen, the, uh, the, gr- the great news is that it looks like he's going to survive this thing. He has been transferred from that UCLA hospital at Harborside to another UCLA uh, hospital. Westwood was that one. And so, Stephen, I would just say that first one was a level one trauma center. And they got him there, and they at least, I think he was in shock early on. He was able to talk to the first officers on the scene, the paramedics and everything. And then, of course, they just quickly realized how bad a shape he was in, put him in splints. And they did not use Jaws of Life. Early on, we heard they used Jaws of Life. They used some other instruments um, to pry him out of that vehicle. And it looked like that SUV, Stephen, the column held up pretty well. The uh, the front column there held up pretty well, but that that if everybody's seen those photos by now, that thing was beat up beyond belief. 
it's very, very, very fortunate that uh, Tiger Woods is still alive. And I think that triggered a lot of folks, especially in Southern California, Lakers fans, because of uh, what happened to Kobe almost a year ago at the same time. And it just, I think all those memories came flooding back of all the news coming in and some of it wrong, some of it right. And, uh, Stephen, I just, uh, I'm just so grateful. I mean, again, I, I, I just have not let myself, I would never rule Tiger out. I mean, who knows, a year or two from now, he may try to come back and play, and that would be great. That'd be an awesome story. But right now, I think the focus is on just the, uh, just uh, being incredibly grateful that he somehow survived a horrible crash and. uh, and I, I think the, the news yesterday, they tried to sort of act like, uh, yeah, that you'd have to be, you'd probably be going faster than normal to end up like this. But also, Stephen, it's worth noting that it's up on a steep incline, and it is a place it's, it's where they have quite a few accidents. So that was one thing they added. I have heard that as well. That that's a, a place where you have to really be careful because you can lose control in a hurry. And yeah, the most important thing is that Tiger is alive and appears that he's going to recover. Um, and, and hopefully he can get back to as close to normal as possible after a traumatic event like that. Uh, you know, golf is, is secondary at this point, but glad that he that he's all right. Also, it was a relief to hear that, you know, there were no impairments involved um, and that he seems to be doing Okay, so hopefully he can get back to, to some semblance of, of normalcy soon. Obviously, some intense injuries there, but it, it could have been a lot worse based on what we saw from the car and, and the scene of the accident. Yeah, and I have to think even our people, you can always text us or call us 254-662-1660. I, I, when that news started breaking, I, because of the level of celebrity in, in the sports world, um it doesn't get much bigger than Tiger Woods. I guess you'd have to say Michael Jordan. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's really, there's only a certain few people in that stratosphere. And Tiger's one of those. And um, I would think people in our listening audience did immediately think about uh, Kobe. And uh, in that dreadful day, that was a Sunday that we will never soon forget. Uh, but uh, Tiger's going to be okay. And uh, that was good news. And, uh, Stephen, the uh, good news for the Baylor Bears is they escaped that ball game last night. I mean, I, I, I was watching that thing with neighbor Ted and had a, found a pretty good spot to watch it from where I could kind of relax my head. Some of you might not know I broke my neck in a bad cycling accident uh, back in October. And I'm on the comeback road from that and uh, broken back too, Stephen. But I don't, yesterday I went to get a massage and I had forgot, you know, they're like, what else, what other injuries do you have? And I said, I broke my back. They said, which bones? And I said, oh, I'm not sure. Cause I, that was, that's been not a very big concern. The broken back, the broken neck has gotten our full attention, but I was able to kind of recline, get my neck in a good situation. And then uh, Stephen Watch those bears, and man, I mean, I I thought it would be ugly after basically only having two practices with the team. Uh, J- Everyday John was not able to play because of concussion, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, COVID protocols. And 
they they just didn't look right. I, I they look winded. They didn't have any energy. They were making a lot of a lot of turnovers. And to Iowa State's credit, they took it to the Bears. I mean, they had guys knocking down threes. The door was ajar, and the Cyclones knocked on the door, and then they let themselves in. They said, hey, we're here at the Farrell Center. We're a bad basketball team. We're 2-16, and 16, but we have come, we have come to uh, make an impression. And we're, we're, we're thinking about walking away here with a win. And the announcers properly kept reminding everybody of all the time off for the Bears. But I think we were all wondering, okay, when are they going to turn this thing around? When are they going to flip the switch? And Meyer didn't bring his usual energy. In fact, he was a little, he was out of kilter when he came in. Um, And then one man kind of finally gathered himself and started to lead the Bears back to the promised land. And his name was Adam Flagler. Now, the other man was Vital. And Vital brought really the most of the energy in the building. The fans tried to. But Vital was blocking shots and, and doing all that he does and bringing energy and getting offensive rebounds and, and extending possessions. And I would just say, Stephen, if not for the work of Mark Vital and Adam Flagler, they never escaped. They never escaped that gymnasium uh, alive last night. I mean, that, those guys saved the day. Jared late. Jared, of course, always answers the bell. And I thought Maceo had some really good drives when the Bears, even with about five minutes left, five or six minutes left, they were still trailing by five points. And I was really, I was on pins and needles. It was a one-point game, and then it was a, and then finally, with a couple minutes left, they got that thing to about a four-point game with about a minute and a half left, and the uh, Iowa State kids were not able to respond. But uh, kudos to Steve Prom. That's a ba- you know that's a bad basketball team, and um, and but they they have hung in there and they got a couple of nice players. That number forty-five and the number and the little guy Stephen the five-eight guy was hitting all sorts of threes. They got the big man, Solomon Young, who didn't play that well in that game last night. But they had about three guys. There's somebody named Lands something, like a, you know, like got a hyphenated type name, Lands. I just kept hearing, I want Lands in, Lands somebody. But, uh, Stephen, I, I would just say you just have to, you have to look up at the heavens and you have to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to escape this evening with a win because they didn't have energy uh, except for uh, Vital and Flagler to a certain extent. They didn't have uh, their usual precision. I mean, you know, our man Jerome had not been with them in like 14 days. Okay, there's only so much Jerome can do from Zoom at the house. He can't be solving all the issues of the world from Zoom. And he had been out for 14 days with COVID. That's a man who brings a lot of energy and, and inspiration to the team. Uh, that, that team was just not itself, but they found a way. Stephen, are you, do you think we'll see a different Baylor team on Saturday, or do you think the hangover effect will continue? I think it'll be different. I mean, I, I still feel like there could be some rustiness and some issues with conditioning 
but last night was the night and I honestly I, now I, I had accounted for some uh, some struggles coming back from that break. I didn't think it was gonna be that severe. Like I didn't see them being down double digits to Iowa State in the first half. And I feel like after last night, I came away thinking, man, that was about one of maybe three teams that you could have played last night and f- still come back from that deficit and feel like you could have got a victory. Uh, and, and maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe if they played Tech or West Virginia, they come out with uh, with better focus, but. Um, Iowa State was shooting the ball so well, uh, you know, Bolton and, and Tyler Harris was hitting threes, and it was squirrely there for a while. But you're right, they survived. That's all you can really expect after, you know, you saw kind of what their baseline was coming off that break. And Flagler was fantastic. Vital gave them synergy. Jared Butler was big down the stretch in, in some isolation situations. He made plays, and, and the defense locked in and basically you said hey cyclones you're not going to score here in these last few possessions that were critical so all in all you have to be uh pretty happy with that and i think they'll be much better saturday i don't know if they'll be completely back but yeah i think playing on a tuesday and then you get a couple days of practice maybe a day to, to rest your legs a little bit um i feel like they'll be in a better situation on saturday night when they take on ku you know they were fortunate Stephen, to have the best athlete on the court um in terms of just pure athleticism, vertical jump, uh, being a bigger six four, six five type guy who can guard Mark Vital. I mean, they were just very fortunate. And then uh Steven at some point, maybe this next segment, why don't we do the next segment? We can uh can, do we will we have that, Steven? We can I we um We uh, have I your exchange Mark. with Mark last night, yep. Good, good. I talked to Mark Vital about the reason he was able to stay in condition. And it involves a dog, all right? Kind of an interesting story. And we'll have that back and forth coming up uh, Coming up next. Uh, and, Stephen, it'll also be so exciting, by the way. Uh, our favorite sandwich shop in town, Stephen, is, uh, is, is coming back to us. Our favorite bank in town is coming back to us. All our old friends, Stephen, are back. All right? They knew. They heard Mosley. And Simcox were back, and they said, all right, we're back. We want to come back. And, uh, I mean, the truth is we begged them to come back. But they're back, and back in a big way. And we got big announcements on the way on that front. All right, Stephen, uh, that's, uh, let's do, speaking of great sponsors, the NeighborWorks Waco, a Big 12 Roundup, Basketball Roundup is next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today with most of the sunshine coming this afternoon. Highs top out at 74 degrees. Mostly clear skies tonight. We drop to 44 and tomorrow increasing clouds with a 70% chance of rain developing late in the afternoon and a high of 54. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Coach Kim Mulkey and the Lady Bears on the floor tonight. The Lady Bears back in action tonight in the Farrell Center hosting Oklahoma State. 6.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off tonight for the Lady Bears and the Cowgirls. Join Maggie Davis-Danette and the voice of the Lady Bears, Bruce Geetson, for Baylor women's basketball tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for, in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for their menu. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. I'd like to talk to you about your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Um, I tell you, I have uh, gotten to know Ted Teague and his staff out there. What an amazing group of folks. And uh, they've handled the pandemic about as well as anybody could. And they just make people feel safe. And any make or model, that service area out there is just beyond belief. Uh, February is the time to come see... Alan Samuels, and and there's just something great about buying from Alan Samuels. Uh, that certified J.D. Power Award again this season, a winner of the Customer First Award for Excellence for their dealership. Ram is the three-peat motor trend truck of the year, back to back to back. This truck's built to serve you, perfect for whatever your lifestyle calls for. Check out the new Ram 1500, 2500. Or the big 3500, the top safety pick for the trucks to be named in 2021, as we talked about the other day, as you're making your way around McGregor out there in Troy, maybe into Belton. Sorry about that Belton kids lost last night. I was really rooting for them. But that Ram in these cold uh, weather and that freezing weather we just had, man, those guys were just, they were doing their normal thing. They were just rolling right along there. Heavy duty payload capacity, multifunction tailgate blind spot monitoring 
and, and all those advanced safety features are really something to think about. Chrysler, Jeep, that Grand Cherokee, you could be like me. I mean, I know that's what you all want to be like. I don't know if that's true, but Grand, the Jeep Grand Cherokee is what I drive around. I have about a 2018, and I love it, and it got me through the snow. All right, everybody, get out and see Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. After a long pause, number two Baylor was able to survive Iowa State last night at the Farrell Center, winning 77-72. That puts the Bears at 18-0 with their best start in program history. A revised schedule had the Bears not playing West Virginia tomorrow night. Instead, up next will be number 17 Kansas in Lawrence on Saturday night. Number seven Lady Bears host Oklahoma State tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball back in action tonight as they host UTA. First pitch is at 6, and you can catch that game over on 101.3 FM. Tiger Woods is recovering from a lengthy surgery to repair what doctors said were significant orthopedic injuries to his right lower extremity. Suffered in a single-car rollover crash hours earlier yesterday on a steep roadway in Los Angeles suburb. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for our weekly Big 12 basketball report on the Matt Mosley Show, brought to you by NeighborWorks Waco. Have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? NeighborWorks Waco assists Central Texans in the home buying process. Learn more at nw-waco.org. Oh, thank you, NeighborWorks. nw-waco.org is what Stephen just said. And a NeighborWorks Waco CEO, of course, Roy Nash, um, boy, long time, uh, Waco native, spent a little time in Kaufman, my hometown, all those many years ago, and then got back to Central Texas. And the Nash family uh, live in Temple, but boy, he works right there in downtown Waco over at NeighborWorks, and uh, what a great place. And Roy and his staff, Stephen, they, they know all the nooks and crannies and all where all the houses are available in uh, Central Texas, and folks that maybe think, oh, I've been renting for a long time, I'd love to look at a house, or maybe somebody's like, oh, I'm not sure about my credit. I'm not sure my credit's ready to buy a house. Even uh, Roy Nash and his staff at NeighborWorks Waco, they help people like that, and they get you, they can coach you up and get that credit where it needs to be and uh, really do an incredible job. And so we are so proud that they sponsor the Big 12 Men's Roundup. I say men's and women's. Come on now. We talk to Lady Bears quite a bit. And, Stephen, I have I happened to peek over there last night at some ladies' uh, scores, some women's scores in college basketball. And I think it was Maryland. One one uh, one score caught my eye. The women, and, and I don't know if it's because they play quarters and they're better rested. I, I don't know. Sometimes the women way outscore the men. And I, I want to say it was Maryland, I can't remember who they were playing, had 111 points in the game last night. I mean, it's just like, whoa, 111. I mean, that is just insane. That's a lot for an NBA game. In a, a, in a, in a college game, that is really something. So, anyway, that caught my eye last night. Stephen, I uh, decided to jump on last night. I listened to a little bit of Scott Drew after the ball game. Um and the Bears uh, took care of Iowa State. It took it took a lot of doing. 
I love that. I love that late. They didn't count it, but the guy, they were down by like four or five, 77-72, I guess it was. And the uh, Iowa State kid hit a midcourt shot right around the buzzer. They didn't count it. But uh, Baylor gives up more uh, like three-quarter court or midcourt shots than anybody I've ever seen. I think TCU hit one on them. Somebody else did earlier this season. It's the I think it was Kansas State who hit one on them. And then last night, right after the buzzer, the kid hits a 50-footer on him. Well, last night, Stephen, I jumped on the Zoom call with the Bears. And I've been just kind of monitoring those things since I had my accident. Just, you know, hey, hey, you know, cues on there. Steven's always great about recording those. I mean, I we're covered. We got this. But I thought, and I'm sure, um, I'm sure touchdown Tommy's at home monitoring those things. But I decided, you know what, I'm going to jump on here and have a little back and forth. I wanted to know some things about Mark Vidal. And it led to a fun back and forth about his dog uh, and how his dog helped he keep him in condition during the recent Arctic event. Here is uh, my back and forth with uh, Baylor uh, star forward Mark Vidal. How long, Mark, will it take before you think you guys are back to what we've become accustomed to? Is that something – are we two weeks away from that? Are we a week away from that? What do you, in your mind, how long do you think that'll take? Honestly, I just think we got to go one and no. Uh, and I know you hear that a lot, but and Coach preaches a lot. But I feel like you got one and oh every day. We got to come in practice and we got to stay locked in. You never know. We might come in tomorrow and do something different. And next thing you know, we're getting back into a groove and shooting. Like, you know, it wasn't probably our best shooting. I don't know what was the percentage, but like we might get in the groove, we might just be all shooting. It just take time, you know, and just go one and know every day, and it's gonna happen. I mean, uh, take every day and don't take it for granted. You seem to have the most energy. Did you? What were you doing during, uh, like the ice storm? Did you get in a gym? How how were you kind of staying in condition during all this? So I got a Alaskan Malamute. It sound crazy. I got a Alaskan Malamute. That's a husky. If you don't know what that is, um, so you know they like the snow. So I took her out and I used to chase her and stuff like that, you know, and just she used to juke me and everything because, you know, she loved the snow. And so that's what I used to do, uh, take her to the dog park and just run with her. And other what than is the that, name? I some games. Fendi is my dog's name. Fendi, Sp- spell that. Like the designer. Oh, like F-E-N-D-I? Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know Fendi, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Steven, I, I, you know, my wife is a designer. She's an interior designer and uh, does some really good work in that area. And I, uh, I feel like she's going to be a little disappointed in me if she hears that. I might have to, I don't know if I want to play that for her or not, but Steven, send me that clip if you don't mind at some point. I may go ahead and, I may go ahead and let her know what happened, uh, that I had to have him spell Fendi. (laughs) You know, in my mind, I thought, Fendi, that's an interesting day. How do you spell that? And then when he said the designer, it. And did you like how I kind of felt like I needed to prove that I knew the designer <laughs> knew <what> it was? <laughs> I just thought you were clarified. Yeah, I didn't really. It was a funny moment though, and I mean, I I kind of put it together, <laughs> but I wasn't immediately on it either. I've heard of you know Fendi, but I, I that's obviously not something I, I really wear often. 
Uh, but yeah, his dog's name is Fendi. Also, that's great for Mark. I'm glad that there was a lot of snow because I'm sure his dog loved that. But what do you do with an Alaskan husky during the summer in Texas? That was what I kind of wanted know. to know. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's like you want to send it to a different part of the country or whatever. I always think that's tough for for the husky during these these crazy summers. Now, of course, wherever Mark stays, whatever apartment he's in, I mean, he's running that air conditioner like crazy. So the husky... The husky is fine most of the time, but you're right. You got to get it out and walk it a little bit. I don't know about the summer. I would hope during the summer, like Mark sends it to Alaska, or maybe he has friends up north where it's a little cooler, and he lets the Malamute. Is it Malamute or Malamute? Malamute. Um, and Stephen, I looked this up. Did you know a husky is different than the Malamute? Like they're, they're, I think there's a little subtle difference there. But the Malamute are known for pulling the huge loads. I feel like it's maybe the uh, the Alaskan Malamutes that would do the big race, the Iditarod race, because they, they are capable of pulling huge things. Okay? So I, I don't know. Some of our dog lovers might want to help us out. Uh, 254-662-1660 is the... CNC collision text line. Also, you can always call us on that Freddie Kish line, same number. Um, Stephen, what I, I, what I want to know from our people is what do you what do you do with one of those dogs during the summer? I mean, that's a tough. That Texas summers cannot be great on an Alaskan Malamute. Is it Stephen? It's pretty warm in uh, Louisiana as well, because I would think he goes home to Louisiana. Yeah, I would think a lot. warm and humid. So I'm not sure they would do. Mm-hmm. Anybody now, maybe there, but... they do have a lot of lakes, a lot of rivers. I bet he gets the Alaskan Malamute and lets it get in that water a lot. You know, like whether it's a swimming pool or whether it's a lake or river, you could take the Malamute and, and let the Malamute run around in the, you know, get, get in there and swim around in the rivers and the lakes of Louisiana. We'll see what our people say. 254-662-1660, our dog lovers out there. All right, neighbor works Waco that are wishing we would talk more about basketball. Uh, Steven, walk us around a little bit, if you would. Now, last night, I turned it over there. I had focused on the Baylor game. I've turned over and saw the end of the Texas-Kansas game. That thing went to overtime. They got a late layup. They fired a pass in there to uh, – who made that was was that McCormick who made the one at the end or did they throw it in there to somebody else anyway um it was really it was kind of chaotic how it all happened I both teams had chances to win that thing in regulation I thought for all the world that my it seemed like Kansas had the most momentum going into that final period but Stephen I got to say in the overtime period with about a minute 37 left I think it was with a minute 37 McCormick, who is a big, huge presence in the middle, always a guy who has about 14 points and 10 rebounds, David McCormick for Kansas, put a weird hip check on a Texas guard and got called for the foul and fouled out. And, Stephen, I thought that was a turning point. I, I, I mean, it's weird to say a turning point that late in the game, but I, I thought that was really bad to have a possible shot blocker rebounder out of the game and to have to go small against Texas late. And Texas finds a way to win that game. Uh, I guess Ramey was one of the heroes. 
They uh, had a pretty balanced scoring night. You know, Ramey led the way with uh, with 15, but um, Brown had 13. Uh, Coleman had 11. Jones had 13. So pretty balanced night for uh, for the Horns offensively. Yeah, I I, I tell you, I don't uh, I don't really think that. I mean, I neither team is that great. Uh, they don't always shoot the ball that well. Andrew Jones has been in an enormous funk. Uh, they were missing big free throws. And then at one point they were like, 81%. This guy's 81% for Kansas. I think they were talking about McCormick. And then he missed a free throw, a big one-and-one. One. Uh, these teams, I just couldn't figure it out. And then Greg Brown did have 13 points in this game. I mean, this guy's going to be, I don't think he's a lottery pick, but he is a first-round pick next year. And I, University of Texas has a first-round pick almost every year, and they just don't get that much out of them. I mean, they've got all those guys with so much leaping ability. Jericho Sims, Kai Jones. I mean, you know, it's just it, it, they don't really seem to put it all together. But, uh, but again, I, Kansas really – felt like they had something to give Texas there because the Texas trip to Kansas, they beat that Kansas team like 84-59 or something really embarrassing like that. And so, anyway, the the, uh, Jayhawks lose, and now the Jayhawks will host the Baylor Bears on Saturday. Stephen, I think that was important for Baylor not to to have to – play all these games right off the deal. I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool of the Big 12 to realize, hey, this is our banner team and we shouldn't make them play three this week and three next week. Now next week's going to be tough, but at least you got your legs back under you just a little bit going into that week. You play Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday of next week. So I think the Big 12 did a as a, a decent job. All right, now keep everybody hopefully happy. You get your game at West Virginia. And then you get uh, Stephen. You got a game. You host Tech in that last game of the season uh, for the Bears. So I, I mean, it's not, you know. And then I think they got what Stephen? Do they have a Tuesday? They is Tuesday the game they got to go. They play the four o'clock game uh, at West Virginia, and then it, Thursday is Oklahoma State in here in Waco, and then Sunday is Tech. In Waco, I mean, it's a not. Yep, that's that's not an easy stretch. That's not an easy stretch. <laughs> no, it's by not. By any means. And, I mean, that's uh, you know, you're playing a couple ranked teams in that stretch, and then Oklahoma State has actually um, got a better conference record than Tech. They're eight and six, and, and Tech is six and seven, but Tech still holds that number eighteen ranking. So, point being, you're playing three really good teams or formidable opponents, and uh, a couple days rest. So that's going to be a hard stretch for the Bears. Yeah, and uh, Stephen, the other uh, game of note. I'm sorry, we won't talk about your frogs. They kind of hung in there and fought a little bit, but it eventually got beat by uh, by West Virginia, 74-66. Taz Sherman's really starting to find it. He comes off the bench. He's the only guy off the bench who even is close to Flagler in terms of the production he brings. Great shooting off the bench. Deuce McBride's a great player for them. And then, of course, Culver's playing really well. I think he had like 18 and 14 in this game. And so, the Frogs, um, Stephen, at some point, is Jamie going to get himself in trouble there? Or is he too beloved as a former Frog? Will he will he definitely he'll get the he'll get one more season but if TCU's bad again next year could we be talking about the end of the Dixon era already 
Yeah, I think so. The fans are pretty restless now. You know, Jeremiah Donati, the AD who took over for El Conte, he really hasn't made any big time moves yet. Uh, but I think if they have another season where they're scuffling around and it doesn't look like they're even, you know, in the mix for the tournament, then he'll probably get let go. I'm not sure where they go next because he was supposed to be the guy. But uh, I feel this is now three years in a row of um, after making a tournament appearance where they're not even really getting close to, to getting back in the postseason. So I feel like they, they give him the COVID year and then one more season. And if it's a disappointment again, he'll probably be let go. Yeah, and then I think you would think about, uh, like, North Texas has a great coach uh, who went to school with me, uh, Grant McCasland. I think uh, you would have to think about Jerome Tang. Uh, somebody's got to hire him at some point. I mean, he's he's had an incredible run at Baylor. He's one of the most uh, loyal assistant coaches in the country and one of the better assistant coaches in the country. And he, he's ready to run his own team. I mean, I don't I hate recommending him because I don't want to lose him selfishly. But come on, I mean, if you're if you're not looking at Jerome Tang, then you you know you're not running the the best program you can run. Like if I were Boston College or one of these programs, I'd be like, I I would definitely be trying to interview Jerome Tang. But uh, but listen, Jerome is a happy man. He likes where he is, and he's not out there uh, getting his resume running around. But I just uh, so I'm not trying to get rid of Jerome. I'm just saying he is an incredible coach, incredible person. And he would run a great program. All right, Stephen. Um, so the only other thing to mention, K-State gets another win, two wins in a row for just a dreadful team. But they've kind of put some things together. And they knock out Oklahoma. OU looked bad the other day against Iowa State, gave up a big lead. And uh, that team that had really shown a lot, climbed all the way to number seven in the country, loses at K-State. Uh, and it's not like Bramlage was what it usually is, whatever they call that thing. Is it the Octagon of Doom or whatever? Uh, not many fans in there. I mean, they've got a nice shade of purple. Those those uniforms, Stephen, uh, those are so funny when they do the throwbacks. It looks like something out of Hickory High. If you watch the movie Hoosiers back in the 80s, that's what it looks like. It's hilarious when they wear those light magenta, those light purple with the dark purple. It's very, very funny to look to see. But they did it. They got it done. They got a guy named McGurl, and they got one player named Pack, And that's about it. But they got the thing done, and they knocked out uh, OU. So congratulations to Bruce Weber and his staff, because that was a dreadful team earlier this season. They, they're putting some things together. And, and Steve Prom and his group, hey, kudos to you for the way you played. Came in here and had the Bears on their heels. Way to go. Way to go, Steve Prom. I'm, I'm going to take up for you. All right, um, you think, Steven, you think that's helping him? You think Steve Prom that makes him feel better? I think he's recording Mosley's this right now. Ray, I run it down to the AD over there. Like, hey, Mosley, Mosley's vouching for me. Hey, Jamie, Mosley's behind us. Okay, um, speaking of ADs, when are we going to get – okay. Uh, Steven, let's do – I tell you what, let's do something very important. Um, let's, let's finish our show – with a little bit of Mavs. And by the way, thank you to NeighborWorks Waco. The Big 12 uh, roundup, and we'll have some more women's basketball, of course, coming up. We'll get you caught up on the Bears. Dijonay, Dijonay Carrington, she's taking over the Big 12. But next, uh, we're going to spend a little bit of time letting you know on some wild NBA rumors involving Kristaps Porzingis. It's all next. 
Coach Kim Mulkey and the Lady Bears on the floor tonight. The Lady Bears back in action tonight in the Farrell Center hosting Oklahoma State. 6.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off tonight for the Lady Bears and the Cowgirls. Join Maggie Davis-Danette and the voice of the Lady Bears, Bruce Geetson, for Baylor women's basketball tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous Purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos and Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. In honor of our great American presidents, Cameron Autoplex is celebrating the complete Ram brand lineup. Every new Ram 1500, 2500, and 3500 has been discounted during the President's Day event at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. Celebrate with 9000 off a new 2021 Ram 1500 Lone Star 4x4 and keep the celebration going with 7500 off a new Ram 2500 Turbo Diesel. Nobody does Ram better than Cameron Autoplex, so make that short drive and see why it's always cheaper in Cameron. At Genco, our goal is to build long-lasting relationships while providing complete and fewer fees, lower rates on loans of all types, and higher yields on a wide variety of savings options. That's just a small part of the credit union difference. Visit Genco online, on Facebook, or come by one of our five locations today. Apply online for membership. Genco FCU, my money, my future, my credit union. Since 1953, NCUA Equal Housing Lender. All right, the... Uh the next person who signs up and texts in that they've just signed up for uh, this Cooper Complete. I've been talking about it. It's Heart Health Month. This product is unbelievable. It's the Advanced Omega-3. The next person that texts us at 254-662-1660 that they've signed up, I'm going to do an in-person uh, hangout social distancing thing with Stephen and myself in the uh, in the studio. All right. I mean, it's, this is just too good a product for you to pass up. The American Heart Association recommends adults consume at least two servings of uh, fish each week, containing omega threes to help improve heart health. Here's how you do it. I, and I use this. I, I do the multivitamin, and I have uh, I have not gotten sick. Knock on wood. The whole past year, not even a moment. Uh, Cooper Complete Supplements are backed by Cooper Clinic physician and founder, Dr. Kenneth Cooper, who recommends vitamins and supplements to improve the quality and quantity of his patients' lives. 10% off your purchase of Advanced Omega-3, all right? And also, get free shipping with any purchase of $60 or more. Use the coupon code on coopercomplete.com. Here's the coupon code. Listen to this. Baylor10. All right, Baylor, B-A-Y-L-O-R, one, zero, just the numerals, 10. Don't spell it out. B-A-Y-L-O-R, 10. And again, go to coopercomplete.com. Support your heart health with Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovacic Sausage in West. After a long pause, number two Baylor was able to survive Iowa State last night at the Farrell Center, winning 77-72. That puts the Bears at 18-0 with their best start in program history. A revised schedule had the Bears not playing West Virginia tomorrow night. Instead, up next will be number 17 Kansas in Lawrence on Saturday night. Number seven Lady Bears host Oklahoma State tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball back in action tonight as they host UTA. First pitch is at 6, and you can catch that game over on 101.3 FM. Tiger Woods is recovering from a lengthy surgery to repair what doctors said were significant orthopedic injuries to his right lower extremity. Suffered in a single-car rollover crash hours earlier yesterday on a steep roadway in Los Angeles suburbs. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. try to go out with a bang here. Uh, AJR, thank you. Number one song of the country right now. Mainly because we've kind of talked about it. Got them rolling a little bit. All right, Stephen, uh, I, I wanted to, before we talk about this Mavericks thing, I uh, wanted to give a big shout out to uh, Baylor Women's Golf. All right, now we got to, we're playing a little catch up here because, of course, uh, Coach McGraw, the men's coach, is a good pal of mine um, in ours. Uh, and uh, Mike McGraw is just a just an incredible guy, so we have him all the time. But we need to have the women's coach on, Stephen. Uh, number one in the country, Baylor women's golf. Uh, they keep adding trophies to their 2021, 2020-21 uh, collection. The Icon Invitational, I believe is their latest, they had the Trinity Forest. That's up here. Uh, that's up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That's where the uh, Byron Nelson was for a few years. Now they're moving that thing. Uh, Cowgirl Classic, all right, the Betsy Rawls Invitational, there's a great name, Schooner Fall Classic, I get that has something to do with OU, or is that like a schooner, like a big O, Stephen, is it like a schooner of beer, I don't think so, what if they had like a big O next to the trophy, I would like that, a, a trophy made of big O's, that would be fun, um, tell the Sotranos, to, that'd be a good idea for them. Stephen, I'm looking at all these trophies. I mean, I, I give a shout-out, Stephen, to our women's golf program. I don't think – I will be the first to say we have not discussed them enough. Number one team in the country. All right, let's, let's jump on that bandwagon. In fact, I'm looking at one picture where they're holding a guitar. This may have been after the Schooner Classic. They're, for some reason, they're holding a guitar. Somebody tell me, text in 254-662-1660. What does that have to do with the Okay, that's the Schooner Classic. And, and for some reason, they were holding a guitar. Did they give them a guitar for that win? That's pretty cool. 
So uh, very, in fact, Stephen, I'm going to, once we get the coach on, I am going to ask him to uh, to send us some of this Baylor winter golf gear. I love this winter gear they're they're showing off here. All right, so <laughs> you think that'd be a good move, Stephen? Now that we have you, just on, immediately start asking for things. <laughs> uh, John Morris has not been giving me as much as usual. Coach, could you give me some of this winter <laughs> gear? <laughs> My well suddenly dried up. Uh, coach, uh, your spring collection. How does the spring collection look? Boy, I tell you, these women are unbelievable. The men are extremely talented. Kiefer and the whole gang, the Dossie brothers, Cobra. I mean, they're just great. But these women, uh, the Baylor women are tremendous. All right, Stephen, last story of the day. Yeah, we didn't get to do this yesterday. Mark Cuban denied it. Rick Carlisle denied it. It's not true. Stop saying these things. Bleacher Report, I didn't even know that was still in existence. They just mainly retweet everybody's stuff, like they my fake stories, my fake news, they'll retweet that. Um, Stephen, they, they're, they're saying that poor, the Mavericks were secretly shopping Kristaps Porzingis, the unicorn himself, the great Porzingis. Oh, no, we thought years of Luka and KP. We thought we, I mean, this was going to be the rest of our, the rest of our radio careers, we were going to watch these young men play together. Stephen, you and I were so young. We were just going to watch them. We were going to age with them together and grow old with KP and Luca. And yet, Stephen, now rumors. Now, again, Mark Cuban has denied this. What I want to know from our people, and I'm sure uh, J-Mo won't, may, may want to carry this over into the 2 o'clock hour, uh, 254-662-1660 is that uh, CNC collision text line? Would you trade KP for the right for the right deal? I'm talking about you know all sorts of first round picks, get some draft capital, free up some more money to go after another big fish that they never land, or do you do you want to ride the ups and downs of the KP, the injuries? The the horrible defense lately. Now, of course, they're saying, oh, he hadn't built his foundation. He hasn't had time to build a strong foundation to his body. I mean, I haven't either. I broke my neck and back in a cycling accident. How's my foundation? I mean, Stephen, this man did not have a violent injury. He just, oh, he's, he's a, his knee's hurting a little bit. It's a little sore. We're going to have to sit him out for about 18 games. I mean, this is what we're dealing with. And then last night, without Kleba, without the great unicorn, the team goes out and does battle, and they they beat the Boston Celtics. Even with Tatum and Jalen and Kimba, they beat them. They took the Celtics down with two late threes in the last 20 seconds. It was Doncic. It was Luka getting it done as only he could. I am curious, Stephen, to what our people think. Would you be willing to move the unicorn, or do you want to keep Christophe Porzingis, or do you even care about the Dallas Mavericks? <laughs> Are you watching the Mavs? <laughs> I am. I mean, I know our NBA heads out there. I know our NBA people. I mean, Stephen, we're the one show on ESPN Central Texas. Let me think about it. J-Mo doesn't talk a lot of NBA. I don't think Stretch talks a lot of NBA. He does not. And I don't think Game Time with Tommy 
watches a lot of NBA. We are your one source of NBA knowledge and opinion. If you want to talk NBA, it is you got to express yourself right now, and you got to make sure that you tell because we we pass along your text to management. Stephen, does that right? Do we print it off every day, all our text messages, and then go put it into management, or only the people that say nice things? We do. Uh, Angel and Temple says he's been a defensive liability. And with his injury, it's hard to imagine he can become a shot blocker and interior defender he has shown at times. He says if they can get Drummond in a separate trade and get something in return for KP, he's <laughs> fine with it. Just call me Angel in Temple. Okay, Stephen, uh, I don't know. I don't know about the Drummond trade. I like Drummond. Drummond might get bought out, too. I mean, you might just be able to wait on the Drummond thing and get him off waivers. Yeah, he's get, he gets bought out like every year. Like, okay. He does. Pay, he's buy him <laughs> it's kind of like Derek Favors. Like, he's just always on the move. No, Favors is my guy. And he's that's not fair at all. What you just Favors has spent a ton of years in Utah. Do not put Derek Favors in Drummond Land. I also feel like he's been traded frequently, though. Mm, all right. We'll have to go to the tape on that. Um, Steven, good work by you. Take a take a rest. Then go over there to that that Fox show that you do with Q and do some good work today. All right? I know you all going to talk some Conley. Going to talk a little Conley basketball. Love that. And uh, sorry for the Belton if you're out there. Oh, man, Belton. Loved it. Love that team. Love what you did this year. Sorry you, sorry you had to. I'm telling you, Stephen, these Dallas area teams, though, ooh, scary. Oh, Lake Highlands put the kibosh last night on Arlington Lamar. Richardson, Richardson, 66-50. They got a victory. And then uh, Jesuit went out and got a big win. The Dallas-Fort Worth teams really are big in basketball. Central Texas, come on, Conley. Come on, we need you. We need you. Who else are we riding, Stephen, real quick? Uh, University won basketball. last night. They were moving yes. on to the next round. Trojans. China Who Springs else? a good team. La Vega. Yes. All those teams, yes. Okay, good. Derek good. Favors okay. has been traded three times. <laughs> but all all of it's like back to the Utah. It's all with right, Utah. Right. Come on, come on. All right, uh, give uh, J-Mo my best. I know he's been in there preparing for his program. That's a two to three run, and then stretch. That's three to four, and then game time with touchdown. Tommy going to have uh, I think I think uh, Scott's on tomorrow. Scott Drew. That'll be great. All right, everybody have a uh, have or is he on to? I don't know. He's got he's got Scott and Mac coming up. All right. Um everybody have a great afternoon and we will see you tomorrow at one o'clock.